and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney, from the parks to movies, collectibles, and a whole lot more. I'm Jennifer. Jedi Zen in the house. And I'm David. (laughs) (laughs) Elvis David, apparently. (laughs) Pretty good. Uh, No, it's all right. On today's show, we're looking at an alliance between a famous car company and Star Wars. After that, we've got Disneyland ticket trivia, and we'll be answering some of your questions. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Main Street UCI is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News Top 10 public university. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 professional certificate programs, we've helped over a quarter million students meet their career goals, and we can help you meet yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. On today's Who's It's and What's It's of the Week, Zen is sharing an amazing collaboration between Star Wars and Porsche called the Designer Alliance. Go to thedesigneralliance.com and you'll be able to follow along. So Zen, what is this collaboration all about? Oh, it's just, you know, it's pretty simple, but it's something that I thought was kind of fun. Um, as a car guy, I found there was, an, there was a recent bunch of articles talking about how Porsche was doing a collaboration with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So apparently Porsche has designed one of the starships in the upcoming or is in process or has finished developing a starship for the next movie, Ooh. which may be a model yeah. in the movie. Or the other thing is that they're definitely developing a concept model and that they'll actually reveal what a Porsche Star Wars uh, spaceship fighter or something would look like. That'd be so cool. So it was just just one of these things which I thought was kind of a clever crossover between two different industries that, you know, excites people. It's a a mashup, right? Mm -hmm. It's a mashup between car people and Star Wars. It kind of reminds me of, I don't know if you guys saw the movie Minority Report um, by Steven Spielberg, and it has um, Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Wait, I think it was the Minority Report. But at the when they did, I think it was the Minority Report, and the Minority Report had a bunch of cards that were designed by Lexus. Hmm. So it's and Lex, it was a design exercise for Lexus and design. Like, what would a car look like a hundred years into the future? What, mm-hmm. You know, and and their cars didn't really even have wheels. They had I don't know how to explain it, and they went sideways and up and down. And that's the same thing with this. Is just like how Porsche feels a Starship might be. Uh, like in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's... I'm kind of into cars. Not too much. Probably not as much as you are, Zen, but I'm definitely still into it. And I must say that of all the companies that could design a starship for Star Wars, Porsche is probably one of the best ones that you could get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get something that is at like the cutting edge of both style and sort of substance of the actual vehicle. The only other kind of crossover that could make it even possibly even better aligned was maybe like if SpaceX did it. Ooh. Yeah. That's the only one. Yeah. You know, but Elon's busy. Yeah, Elon <laughs> Elon is busy creating the next big company. Because so. he is he's a real world Tony Stark. 
kind of is a, a, a little, little bit <laughs> a little bit i mean hey, same amount of ego bring right? <laughs> yeah the ego yeah. is little. tony stark doesn't seem too interested in creating paypal though maybe he already had created maybe he had maybe that's where he got all his money from do you think that Elon he, Musk? He is made Iron it the old-fashioned way. He inherited it from his dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's the uh, that's the way. That's the way it's done. Yeah. Do you think that Elon Musk is Iron Man? Could be, possibly. Could be, possibly. Yeah. Shall we discuss? <laughs> <laughs> well, getting back to the the yeah, what do you concept think, Jennifer? Art, I really I like some of these designs. There's one that's for a Republic Federation spaceship, and it's got kind of some of the old elements of like 1940s uh, planes and things like that. And hmm. I just, I like how they took elements that are very classic and married them with kind of the futuristic look of Star Wars. Right. So I, yeah, it's going to be really cool to see what the finished product looks like just based on these concept sketches. Lovely. So yeah, yeah. I think I like this Republic Federation spaceship the best out of all of them. Zen, do you have a favorite spaceship out of this? You know what? I haven't seen all the sketches. I've only seen like one or two sketches, and the sketches that I came up in the articles that I saw were um, fighter kind of thingies. Yeah. So I don't know if so. You know, I don't think they actually revealed what they actually brought. There was a lot of designs. I'm not sure if they actually showed told us what they're bringing into fruition yet i don't mm-hmm. know so i like this sketch of the fighter over here by yeah, yeah, mr yeah. ralph McQuarrie. that one's cool yeah. yeah it really does highlight what you were talking about the melding of classic star wars style with state-of-the-art technology mm-hmm. and of course the engines in the back right because it's a porsche right um yeah no, I'm I'm all on board for this. I I'm looking forward to maybe seeing some of this in the Rise of Skywalker. Yes, it's coming soon. Yes, the end is near. <laughs> well, no, the end is not near. The, the end part one of many parts is near. <laughs> Do you think we'll get a Porsche Star Wars edition? So we'll have oh, a Porsche. Oh, like, oh, you know, I wouldn't be With, surprised. On the yeah. side, it will be like have stickers on the side. If, that says if they're not working on it already, I'm sure that they will it's start coming. working on yeah. it. Yeah. They're going to make one, a white one. Or it will have the optional R2 unit that hangs <gasps> off the back See, of your Porsche. I would love to have that. <laughs> or since Star Wars that. is an American property, we could see potentially a collab between, uh, say, Star Wars and Ford to get like. A uh, uh, a Mustang, oh. like a, a Star Wars Mustang. That'd be interesting. Cool. Yeah. Anyways, right. so let us know what you think of this collaboration, and if you have any predictions for what we're gonna see coming up. And now it is time for Disneyland ticket trivia. Oh. I figured I'm not old enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think I am then? Well, I just thought, you know, Definitely not since we yeah. went back in time earlier in the week, we might as well keep it going with some questions about Disneyland tickets from back in the day. And Star Wars being a long, long time ago in the galaxy far, far yeah. away. So, okay. Yeah. Which is why it always bugs me that it was in Tomorrowland. Like, yeah, that is a good it point. It should be in, in, in Pastland. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, here we go. Question number one. Believe it or not, ticket books were not introduced on opening day. 
In which month of 1955 were ticket books first introduced? August. Okay, August? I'm guessing it's got to be after that because Disneyland opened in mid-July. October. October was the first time. So previously, you had to just go up to the different ticket booths and you had to buy them individually after purchasing a $1 entry ticket. So well, there you good go. Good job, David. Do, 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 do. All right, hey, question How long two. has it been since I had a lead in one of these quizzes? It's been a while. It's just been pure luck, it. but take it. <laughs> You know what? <clears throat> Take advantage of it. I'm taking advantage of All every right. single win I can get here. Even small. What's the next question? All right, question number two. If you were buying an adult ticket booth in 1955, how much would it cost ticket you? Ticket booth or ticket book? Book, I was going to say booth is just like a lot. That's like millions now. Okay, an adult ticket book when? Book in 1955. 55. Mm-hmm. Um... Five smackaroos. Two dollars. Five bucks. Two bucks. David is closer again. It is two fifty. Oh, I was actually really close. In nineteen fifty five. So opening year. Yes. Lovely. Nineteen fifty five. Okay. Are you looking up? I'm gonna do an inflation calculator. (laughs) All right. All right, while you're doing that. Next question. In nineteen fifty six, the Skyway was added to which letter coupon? So it's A B C D E. Mm-hmm. Skyway. I don't even remember what the Skyway was. The buckets that went from Fantasyland oh, to Tomorrowland oh, 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 and oh, 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 oh. Um, through the Matterhorn. Well, I have a one in five chance here. C. It was a C ticket. Okay, C and... I'm going to go lower. I'll go with a B ticket. Ding, ding, ding. Hey. It was the B tickets. Okay, so here's if in 1955 inflation calculator, mm-hmm. um, if you had a two dollar book of tickets, mm-hmm. that would be the equivalent of. Can I guess? Sure, fifteen dollars. Jen, do you have an answer? Uh, twenty bucks. No, no, it's my quiz show. Um, <laughs> it's, it's it is twenty five dollars and ninety four cents. <sighs> Two dollars back in 1955 is equivalent of, of twenty five dollars now for an entire Disneyland ticket for an well, adult. Well, ticket. that's not entrance. Remember, there was still entrance. Oh, There's would, entrance for a dollar. So entrance would be another so twelve. Ba- basically, mm-hmm. it was forty bucks. Yeah, but there was like three rides too. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. See, that's that's how they got you the ticket book. You only had a limited number of tickets. So. Fine. Yeah. Still. Anyways. All right, so David is still in the lead. By Question 500 points. Number four. In which Wait. year? Huh? By five, you got two, right? Uh-huh, I got yeah. the, oh, okay. he's got two, the one that you were just one. looking up inflation for. Okay, sorry. <laughs> All right, Question number four. In which year were the first e-tickets introduced? <sighs> 57. 58. Okay. Zen is closer. It's 59. <laughs> it's a tie. I had a lead. It's, I have a tie. I had a it's lead. A I tried to where, deny a win. Where did my lead so, go? So the original ticket books had ABC, 
Then they introduced D, and then they finally introduced E. And so as they were introducing these new ones, certain rides got shifted around because they were based on how much of a thrill the attraction had. So that's why today we still call it like, oh, that's the E-ticket ride. Right. So that's where that comes from. They're going to reintroduce them, and they're going to be like XYZ tickets. I know. Can you imagine? It's going to be like new But don't worry. Each book would be $450. Oh, my God. All right. Our inflation is going. I wouldn't be surprised. Last question. Do or die. If you wanted to ride the Jungle Cruise in 1957, which letter of ticket would you need? Oh, my God. Stop. No. B. A. Okay, so B and A. A. Send us closer. It's actually D. D? It was a D. You're not going to award points for that one, are you? <clears throat> I'm going to go with whoever's closest. Are you kidding me? That's what I usually do. Yeah. Uh, for tickets? For tickets. But B has nothing to do with D. It's closer in it's price. Closer. I, closer in price is one thing. He just Closer think. in ticket category? <laughs> but it's a, it's a weird thing, right? Jungle Cruise. The most, like, chill... I would, I, that's you know? why it went so low in the first place. Yeah. I wasn't thinking it would be... You would think it would maybe be maybe back a in the day. I mean, it would, probably was extraordinary in, yeah. something, in back of the day. We look upon it now and it's just like, eh... That's true. Right. That's David's just point. sore, by the way. No, no, I'm... He's sulking over here. <laughs> sore, <laughs> salty... <laughs> um... I'm, I'm, I'm done with you. I'm done with her. You quit. I, had, I quit. I, I am the San Jose Sharks of holding a lead right now. Oh. <laughs> or I guess the Houston Astros right now. Where's the, where's the tiny violin? <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> All right. Well, before we say goodbye for the week, we are answering some listener questions. If you have a question for us or if you want to suggest a topic for us to to discuss, head on over to any of our social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and send us a message. We'll be answering new questions each week. Okay. Zen, since you won, why don't you start us off? Okay. (laughs) George, and we're not going to put a last name because we want to protect people's identity. Yeah. (laughs) Witness protection. Witness protection. For having watched or listened to Main Street UC. <laughs> they don't, we don't want to embarrass them. Yeah. Okay, uh, which Disney character deserves more love, in your opinion? More love in... Oh. Wait, more love in what way? Well, I think... That like from the park? That was the only question. Should we write back first? And then, no. <laughs> Can you yeah, I'll do, I'll, do that, I'll do that right now and see if we get an answer while George, we're still recording um, here. I'm George, afraid your what question the hell was not explicit about? enough. We're yeah. going to need more instructions. I am going to go with... I'm gonna, it sounds strange. Mm-hmm. Let me guess. Bolt. Now, I, now that oh. you said that, I'm going to say Bolt. <laughs> Oh. Uh, Actually, I was going to say Stitch. Even though he has lots hmm. and lots of love. Yeah. I think that there's a lot. He needs more love. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's... I mean, Stitch has become loved as a character. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's more to be told that's not in the t- television series. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, well, I guess they're making a movie. I mean, live action. So. I'm going to interpret it as needs more love from the parks. Oh, and well, that would be the I would love too. to see, especially around uh, Pixar Pier, I would love to see more of an up presence, especially Ooh. from Doug. 
Ooh. Doug is my favorite. Doug is love. I am Doug, Doug is life. My name is Doug. <laughs> name is I have Doug. just met you, and I love you. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel. And Zen is going into a, a fit over here, just yeah. embodying Doug, mm-hmm. the dog. Anyway, what's my motivation? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not hard. doing this right now. Um. Oh, you know what? Actually, no. Uh, okay, I'm kind of torn because no, but she's starting to get more love. I was gonna say gadget, but she is starting to get more love. Like they are actually making pins and T-shirts and stuff of her. Um. Man, that's hard. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm going to say I would still like to see more Pascal stuff in general. I think especially yeah. now with Frozen 2, they're introducing a little character that looks a lot like Pascal. So maybe? No, but he still he gets plenty of love, too. Can I change my answer? Sure. sure. Herbie the love bug. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, oh, now I know. I would, now I know. He already has love in his name, though. How much <laughs> yeah. more love does he need? I would love to have... I mean, they tried to re- resurrect it with Lindsay Lohan, and mm-hmm. I, I really like the movie. And I just think that... I mean, he. let's go the opposite way. Everyone's going live action. We're going to make a cartoon. Oh, that'd be cool. That Harvey. would be pretty Yeah, fun. and reintroduce it <clears throat> to younger audiences. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Yes. Okay. okay. So mine... 2D animated. Yeah. Not yeah. 3D animated. Yeah. Well, you could do no. either one. Nope. Nope. We're going 2D animated because it All looks right. better. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say, even though it's not technically Disney, it's, it's kind of Disney, kind of not. I'm going to say Zorro because no one knows about Zorro and it's a crying chain. Hmm. So, I'm going to say Zorro. Well, I don't know anything about Zorro. He's so amazing. I guess that proves your point. Yes. So, All Zorro right, needs some love, even though he's not, like, fully a Disney character. He was a Disney character at one point, so He's no less Disney than, say, Tarzan. Well, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. Well, as the runner-up <laughs> your turn. for the Disney quiz... Kayla asks, what is your go-to snack at Disneyland? <laughs> oh. Go-to snack. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Let me think. Charles. Charles? Charles. Charles. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know, uh, that one's easy for you. Yeah, no, it is. Actually, is it really churros? Yes. I'm going to go with the <laughs> non-obvious answer and say corn dogs. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the corn dogs at Disneyland are phenomenal. If you've never had one, you need one today. Where? Mm. From the corn dog cart. Okay. The red trolley cart. I guess I'm on Main Cal- Street. There's, you could also get them in California. I guess so. But I was just wondering oh, if, if I you. I know that. Then again, I've, I don't think I've ever had a corn dog. They have. Over what there. is it? The corn dog castle. Oh, that's right. It's still there, I right? About that. Corn dog uh, castle still around. Y'all are missing be? out. No, I mean, I I think they're they're just they're baller. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. they're amazing, man. <laughs> I had to say that right as I'm drinking my coffee, but you almost. <laughs> I was actually trying to get you to spit that out. Baller. It, it, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> don't steal my vernacular, man. That's not okay. <laughs> that is one of the. They do have, without a doubt, 
probably my favorite corn dog that I've had anywhere. You know what else is baller? The price. Oh. <laughs> it's like ten dollars. Ooh. So that yeah, is everything over there though. Yeah, you know. You know Gosh, what is I my mean, go-to snack? What is your go-to snack? Um, you know, what? I'm gonna say the raspberry Dole Whip. It's kind of oh my gosh become yeah. Somebody my, had to say Dole Whip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that was the thing. Like back in the day, I didn't. Like I, I dollops were okay, but it wasn't like my I must have a dollop or I shall die. But after the raspberry one, the raspberry one is so good that I could see it. You know what's kind of interesting is the Dole Whip. I always thought it was an exclusive Disney Park thing. I did too. And apparently you can get them at other places yeah. as well. So My uh, first Dole Whip I ever had was not at Disneyland. It was actually at um hmm. the Oh my gosh, now I'm blanking on what it's called. It's the the place that makes the um those really good King's Hawaiian rolls. They have uh I think it's called the local place or something like that. But they actually have Dole Whips as well. Interesting. So. I, um, while we're on the topic of food, it's not exactly a snack. It's usually something that I get when I'm going to be at Disneyland for the evening, and I'm usually looking for something that's a little bit on the cheaper side dinner-wise so mm-hmm. that I can stretch my budget even further. But if you like clam chowder, Ooh. you absolutely have to. To get the clam chowder at the Royal Veranda, Ooh. and if you and it's in a bread bowl, and if you don't like clam chowder, then they also have steak gumbo at the Royal Veranda in New Orleans Square as well, and that is phenomenal. And if you don't like any of those, then you can still get a bread bowl at Bowden down oh, yeah. at uh, the the pier. I need in to get one of those again. Those are really good. Those are really good. Uh, I want to go to Disneyland. I know. You guys now are I'm making great. me suffer. It's too early for lunch. Too, it is though. too early this for everything. Thanks a lot, Kayla. It's too early for everything. <laughs> getting, getting, getting. Oh, Thank you for sending us your questions. Kayla's always making me hungry. <laughs> what All is right. wrong with you people? <laughs> then what's your your go to? I haven't said one, have I? No, you no. haven't. Now I, now I don't even know anymore. For a snack, so it's not a meal. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a snack. I was actually going to say it, it just. I, 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 we, ice cream. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. like, it's kind of like the, anywhere, I, I can't tell you which place because I just, we, anywhere there's ice cream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that includes Dole Whip or whatever. I mean, I still consider that kind of an ice cream thing. So it's just like going somewhere and getting something cold. And even if it's the middle of winter in California, which is summer everywhere else. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's only a couple degrees colder anyway, so yeah. it's fine. Wow. <laughs> it's 70 degrees that we're freezing. So, um, right. yeah, ice cream, but I'm not going to make a specific um, All right. recommendation nice. All right. location. Okay, this last right. one is, is, okay. So Mike asked us, how would you make California Adventure not suck? <laughs> God, with all you people, right as I'm drinking my coffee. I think we can tell what Mike thinks of California well, Adventure. Well, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, um, actually make it about California? That's mm-hmm. my two cents. Because here's the thing. I don't agree with a lot of people who actually say that California Adventure <laughs> itself necessarily is a theming disaster. Mm -hmm. I actually 
as someone who grew up in California, but grew up in a different part of California, I like the fact that I can walk into a different part of California adventure and feel like I'm in a different part of California. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys. I've traveled a lot up and down through Central California, through Northern California. I think I've driven almost the entire length of California at one point or another in mm-hmm. my life. And those points of them feel so realistic to what they're trying to portray. Yeah. I still think that's really cool. And to make, I think right now, California Adventure sucks because it still hasn't decided what it wants to be. Mm -hmm. And look, it's going to suck less when Disney finally decides, okay, this is going to be the spot where we put all of our non-Disney properties. Mm. But I'm just saying, if they wanted to make something <clears throat> a little bit more California adventure e Coke classic rather than new Coke, <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Yeah. That's just my two cents, though. And usually I'm pretty stupid, so... What do you think, Zen? Uh, it, I didn't know it sucked. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I wouldn't go so far to say it sucks. I would. Really? I right it now, yeah. It needs help. It needs help. See, okay, for me, I'll, I'll just say that I don't think it sucks. I do think it is a weaker part compared to Disneyland, and I think that's kind of a general consensus from a lot of people because I've overheard people waiting for tickets or something and saying like, oh, yeah, let's just get one for Disneyland because California Adventure. So I think instead of focusing so much on Disneyland, I think they need to put bigger and more impressive things in California Adventure because even when you compare Galaxy's Edge versus Cars, or not Cars Land, um, Adventure, Avenger, Campus, whatever, Marvel Land that's coming up, Marvel Land does not seem as impressive as Galaxy's Edge. So if they had put Galaxy's Edge in California Adventure, that's, I think it would have been really, a lot that's less where it really, space. I'll yeah. be honest with Work you, with. that's really where it belonged. Yeah. Because uh, Galaxy's Edge, because they needed like a, a, a tent pole. Yeah, exactly. And they don't yeah. necessarily have a tent pole on, on the California Adventure side. They're mm-hmm. trying to make one. They're trying to make one out of Pixar Pier. They're so small, though. Like, they're they're small things with one star attraction per land. Well, when you think about it, that's how a lot of Disneyland works. No, I I agree with David on that. Mm -hmm. It's just that none of their tent poles... I mean, what's the closest thing to a tent pole that they have is maybe Guardians of the Galaxy right now, in my opinion? Why would you go over there? Oh, I want to go to Guardians of the Galaxy. Radiator or Springs. Or Radiator uh, yeah, Springs, Springs or Soarin'. Or Grizzly for some people. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm not, I mean, yes, Soaring is a good ride, but and it is a tentpole for for them, but it's not necessarily it's not like a Star Tours level yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's like something everything Wow. Uh the Star Tours is one of those things that we really in anyways. Yeah, it's not like a space mountain or something. Like, oh, yeah. we got to make sure that we. And here's hurry the other part. And, yeah, we always talk about 
Name all the lands at Disneyland. And we can at least name three quarters of them. Yeah. Name any land in California Adventure. Well, I can yeah, do that. That's another. Well, it's just because it's just like they're not Hollywood, but it's just not. Hollywood Land, Pixar Pier, Condor Flats, uh, Redwood yeah. Creek. Yeah, but they none of them. You, they're, I, I guess what it is is Marvel that Land. They don't Cars stand Land. out. They're, they don't. Yeah. St- well, there's one that's like Paradise Gardens or something like that. And yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. That's not. It's not. Name. It's not classic. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna it do hasn't with, gotten that yet. I'm gonna go with my uh, my classic Disneyland um, answer for this one then. Fill in the water. Put in more rides. <laughs> <laughs> Fill in the lake. Put in more rides. No, not Mo- really. <laughs> Once again, it, it, this is almost in some ways even worse egregious on the California Adventure side than mm-hmm. it is for the Disneyland side. I disagree. Here's why, right? At least on the on the Disneyland side, the water is a ride. Mm-hmm. On California Adventure. It's not even a ride. It's, it's a attraction, lake. Though. It's, it's a here? nighttime attraction. And doesn't it make other rides around it close down? So it's like you're you're kind of taking away from other Fill potential it in, rides. Put a bunch of rides and shoot fireworks up from the center of it. If you really want to, put a small Bellagio <clears throat> spring in the middle of it and just shoot it straight up. Give me more good rides to make it <laughs> worth me worth my time to go over to California Adventure, and that's how right. you can make it suck less. But I actually kind of like it, by the way. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't want to see World of Color go away. I like that one. I'm so. sure there's ways that you can make that with less water. Mm, maybe. Mm. You can take out three quarters of the lake, put in more rides, and still have enough water. Mm-hmm. That front part of that lagoon. But for. it's pretty at sunset. It is pretty. So well, is, see, that's the so thing. is same with the ocean. With with um. That's only five miles, ten miles away. With Rivers of America, you actually get to use it during the daytime, and then at nighttime it transforms into a show. So it's like you're getting that dual okay. purpose. Okay, throw it another way you know? around. Yeah. Okay, if we're not going to fill it in. At least utilize that water as a ride of some sort. Yeah. At least make that it I a submarine see. ride. Yeah, yeah. Or Ooh. a bad submarine ride. Or or a boat ride. Or a yeah. jet ski ride. But I can understand why Disney wouldn't want to do that. Because right now, I mean, you would, you would have to do a lot of construction on that particular area to, in order to incorporate a ride into that water. Mm-hmm. And that would mean shutting down some of the most popular attractions on the pier. How? Like what? What? what if you're well, gonna... World of Color? When World of Color is going on, they shut down all their attractions. Yeah, but just yeah. think about this: they shut down the whole lake for like half a year. Well, Incredicoaster would water. Incredicoaster would have to be shut down. Why? Because it goes on the water. No, you yeah, it does next to it. Yeah. When, hey, when they, but if they're doing construction on that lagoon, Cal. Yeah, but when they California when they did the Incredicoaster can't happen. But when they did the construction for redoing the World of Color or whatever it was from before, they completely drained the whole lake and they completely did all the plumbing and all that type of stuff. And the the coaster stayed on. Hmm. All right. Yeah, it stayed. Remember. Yeah, there's. I got pictures of. It's really kind of cool. The pictures of the lake completely drained. Oh yeah, yeah. So and that was on that was closed down for like a year to replumb that thing. Yeah. So yeah, you. I think you could still do construction in the center to put something in, and you could keep most. I mean, none. The credit coaster is actually on the stilts over the water. It's not actually going in the water. Mm-hmm. So all right then, fine. 
Right. So those are our ideas of how to make it not suck. Sure. <laughs> or how to just make it a little bit better. Let's let's put it that way. So let us know if you have any additional thoughts. And for now, that wraps up this episode of Main Street UCI. As always, if you enjoyed our show, we'd love if you'd share it with your friends. You can find more UCI Division of Continuing Education podcasts at ce.uci.edu slash podcast or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Main Street UCI. And while you're there, send us a message from somewhere beyond. Ask us your questions or suggest a discussion topic and you might just hear it on an upcoming episode. Thanks for tuning in and we hope you'll come back and hear us again real soon. Bye! Bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>